0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. And uh, this week, a lot going on. Hockey season will start uh, Tuesday. Well, yeah,
1: the day you hear this. So real quick, housekeeping on what's probably happening with the podcast schedule, you got... You obviously have gotten this on a Tuesday, even though we're recording it Monday night. You get one. That's why I'm off. Th- yes, you'll get one <laughs> Thursday, as normal, and then you won't get another one because there's no point to us doing a Friday night one because it would just be everything we said on Thursdays. So you're gonna get one Saturday night or evening, basically when I get back from Novi and Dennis gets back from Mount Morris. For our two semifinal games, we'll record one then, and after that point, we will be back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I know that next week's Thanksgiving, depending on if we have teams, there in the won't finals. be a show
0: the Friday after Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, because we'll we'll have games, yeah. and we're not we're gonna do the Wednesday we're,
0: show. We're we're hoping Friday at ten a.m. Brady is at Fort Field,
1: right? So,
0: and I know I'll be at the Larry Mann's tournament.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that probably I don't know. Maybe if we get two teams there and they both win, we could do a, a Saturday show. No, because so to... Saturday,
0: if Marine City is in the finals, they play at four thirty. Oh, I thought they were early. Yes. Yeah, and so, I'll have the final, the constellation of the finals of the Larry Mann.
1: So you won't get. So you're
0: only getting two shows next week. Just deal with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Enjoy Thanksgiving, <laughs> and we'll get
0: you all real caught quick, up on the following real Monday. Real
1: quick. Enjoy your Thanksgiving unless you're one of the people that have already put up your Christmas decorations. (laughs) You know, the rule is you don't get to celebrate Thanksgiving if you put up your Christmas decorations in early November.
0: I still have my Halloween stuff up.
1: That's fine. That's the
0: only holiday that
1: matters to me. Yeah, you do love Halloween. I do love Halloween. But no, Thanksgiving is a great holiday. It is great to sit around, eat food, hang out with family. Christmas has plenty of time. No one is taking away the Christmas season, the the holiday season, whatever you may celebrate. You get from basically the second you're done eating turkey to basically the new year to enjoy the Christmas holiday season. It doesn't need to start in early November. So if you have your Christmas tree up already, I would not feed you any turkey. That's the rules because you're saying Thanksgiving isn't important. We'd be cooking
0: you because you are a turkey.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving isn't important (laughs) enough, apparently, to do anything. Thanksgiving is probably my second favorite just because I like to eat. Yeah.
0: I'm a big, fat, fatty.
1: Well, Dennis, Dennis, I did have something to add to our disrespect folder, but I kind of went on a little rant there. That's okay. So I'll save it because it has something directly to do with one of our two teams left.
0: Okay, and I want to do this. I want to say that last year we brought you 24 football games. And with the two semifinal games this weekend, we will have already brought you 38 with a chance to get up as high as 40 this year. Two guys, almost 40 football games. That's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. We've seen. It's a rare time where I'm going to pat myself on the back. Off the top of my head, we had the five local teams, the five like, Mac teams, Mooney, Crosslex, Armada, MLA City, Richmond. Uh, we didn't get Almont. We didn't get Algonac. We, the, Almont yeah. made it. Were they on a game?
0: They weren't on a game, but they made it in to the playoffs. I thought no, you no, were going no, to no, the ca- playoffs. No, teams. no, no. And then North Branch. Oh, Emily City.
1: So we did 11 different local teams, I believe. At least. Well, I believe we'll make it 12. Yeah. Because we haven't been able to. So out of 40 games, a dozen different teams. That's not bad. And then we did our winter schedule, and oh boy, we had like what? So like different teams, so like the Marysville Boys and Marysville Girls count as two different teams. I think we had 42 different teams represented?
0: I believe so. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy. We we will continue to uh, be busy, and it will start uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday with three hockey games. Before we even get to the semifinals, or is it Wednesday, Thursday?
1: I get confused. But anyways, we got three hockey games this week uh, before we even get to the two football games, and we're going to talk a little puck at the end of the the podcast today. Right,
0: but we're going to talk about Marine City next, and we'll finally get this thing going.
2: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice.
4: forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today.
2: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
1: If you're not listening to Get Stuck on Sports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools,
0: your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, along with Brady Ditka.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we mentioned Halloween. Before. Yeah.
1: You win as Ditka. I did. I did. I nailed it. Anyway, uh, Portland-Marine City, a rematch from 2018, and I'm taking credit for this. You patted yourself on the back in the opener. I'm patting myself on the back now. This game's being played at Novi. You mentioned 12 places. <laughs> Throw enough darts, she'll hit a bullseye eventually. <laughs> and I think I said Novi would probably be the best place to play it. If you went south, I said Davison or Lapeer to the north, Novi to the south. So yes.
0: And you said Williamston, and you said Howell, or I said they played at Howell, and you might have you
1: might have said one other, probably. Anyway, <laughs> it's kind of funny looking around because if you're just kind of a casual observer looking at this game, you see Marine City's twelve and zero, Portland is ten and two. So your instinct is oh. Portland is the underdog Marine City should win. Just looking around online, what the general feel is across the state, people think Portland's the favorite in this game, and it's not hard to understand why, Dennis. We've gone over this before, but their schedule was tough. Let's go game by game. A 21-14 win over Ovid Elsie. Ovid Elsie was a playoff team. They just drew Millington in the first round. Week two. 20-17 20-17 to 17 win over DeWitt. DeWitt, by the way, playing in a state semifinal up in Division Three, So, two tough games. Then they beat Ionia, Lansing, Sexton, Charlotte. A we-
0: Ionia was a playoff team, by the way.
1: Yeah, so a weaker-ish part of the schedule, I guess. Then they lose on a last-second field goal to Lansing Catholic Central at Lansing Catholic Central, who, by the way, playing in a semifinal. So... Yeah, getting tougher. Eaton Rapids they beat. They lose by three to Cadillac, and that's probably, I guess, their worst performance. Cadillac ended up going 9-3 and three and lost to Hudsonville Unity Christian, who has put up, I'm not joking, 693 points on the year. <laughs> so I guess that's a bad loss, a 10-7 game. They then beat Montague. Montague went 8-4 and, and lost to... Lansing Catholic Central in the regionals last week. Then they beat on the in the playoffs. They beat Hopkins. Olivet gave them a game, and then they beat Kalamazoo Hackett United. Uh, I think they're combined with Kalamazoo Christian, twenty-one nothing. And now, obviously, they're playing Marine City. That's a gauntlet, Dennis.
0: That
1: that is. There are no Warren Lincolns on that schedule.
0: No, I know, but but again, I'm not going to abuse Marine City for the schedule that they had to play. They took what was in front of them, and they dominated everybody.
1: Do you, uh, Yeah, no, I'm not doubting Marine City. I'm just saying if there's one team that might be able to play the schedule card, like, it's... Yes, Portland obviously had a much tougher schedule. That works two ways. Could have worn on you, or you could be battle-tested. Do you think the... Lack of a blowout against Corona has kind of cooled some people off of the Mariners. That people thought Corona was kind of the straggler team. They were 5-4. and They won what a lot of people thought was the weakest district. And by playoff points it was in Division 5. And Marine City only beat them by a touchdown.
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. And you were there. Marine City was up two touchdowns most of that football game. What, it was 14 nothing. And then
1: it was 21-7. to It was 14-7 for most of the game. Then Tetler scored that second touchdown to make it 21-7. And Portland, or Corona actually answered right back. And it was 21-14 at the end. But that game very easily could have been a blowout. It wasn't, so you can't play the if game. But Marine City took Corona's best shot. And I was never in any fear that Corona was going to tie that ball game. like, and,
0: and, I, and I kind of sensed the same thing in the Notre Dame prep game, which everybody else will say was their next
1: toughest I think the Notre Dame prep game, game. was a tougher game than Corona because Notre Dame prep had opportunities. Marine City just made bigger plays when it counted. Notre Dame prep, the kid should have blocked a punt and scooped and scored. He tripped on the 30-yard line. They, were, uh, they threw a pick six that hit Wozniak just in the chest. That game, I thought, was in more danger of Marine City losing than Corona ever was. So, and I'm just, I mean, how many snaps have the
0: Mariners taken this season trailing in a football game?
1: However many they took against Notre Dame Prep. Be- because when they fell behind against Notre Dame Prep, that was the first time. I believe so, yes. That was yes. the
0: first time anybody had a lead on them, and, and it didn't last. Um, I, I, this is going to be a good – we're at this stage now. I, I don't think that in all the divisions, if we look through, there's nobody that doesn't belong. Right. I think we have weeded out the pretenders, and we now have all contenders remaining in the state of Michigan in all eight divisions um, who ever – wins these games, has as good a chance as anybody to win a state championship. Um, and I think this is going to be a great game, um, and I think uh, you you can favor Portland, you can favor Marine City. I say flip a coin. I think these games are that
1: close. I would agree. It's uh, – yeah, you don't get to – you can I, – I don't – you can fluke your way to a regional, and I'm not saying anyone did. I'm just saying if you get a good enough draw – or the the chips fall in your favor, you can get a district draw where you can beat some borderline playoff teams, and then you get to the regional and you get exposed. You can also have a gauntlet like Portland has had and really just have to go. They've had basically 12 weeks of tough football, Dennis. They have not had any let up. So they've been preparing for this game all year. I just, again, and we did this
0: couple shows ago. Division 5, the four remaining teams are 46 and 2. And when we told you. Yeah, three 12 and 0 teams. And playing. we told
1: you who the two losses uh, for Portland were yeah. to Cadillac and Lansing Catholic Central.
0: I mean, in in, in D1, only three losses. In D2, uh, D, D2 has six losses. Livonia Franklin is the one team out there. They're 7 and 5 this year. Yeah, but look at who their 5 losses were. Yeah. And and who the their playoff points are, you know, 53.333. That would have been the best team in a lot of districts that we've seen this year. Uh I mean, the, you you just you have good teams left in all the divisions. Only in D4 only one loss. Only one, Freeland lost to Frankenmuth. Everybody else is they're eleven and one, and the other three teams are all twelve and zero.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's really no. I mean, I guess if you want to call Franklin, but there's really no Cinderella story. Yeah, this year. Um, but Marine City, they have, they know they have to play their best game. Dennis, you were with me way back in August when we sat on their practice field as they opened up football camp, and. They were talking about having to win games in November. What do they have to do? They had to get stronger. They had to get uh, more disciplined faster. Particularly up front, that's where they knew they had to win the ball games. They've been focused on this game since the buzzer ended against Frankenmuth. Uh, Here's the other thing, and I don't
0: know. know, I'm grasping at straws because we'll play the game and we'll find out. Yes. But you mentioned what Portland has had to do. So, are they battle-tested? Are they weary? Marine City should be fresh. I mean, how many times has Tetler and Tigert and these guys had to play every snap? Not very many times.
1: Not very many times. So, shouldn't they be the fresher team? You would think so, in theory. So, and they've been battle-tested enough to where if they get into a fourth quarter, they know what they need to do. A lot of these kids were on the, the teams last year that played Marysville, that played Frankenmuth, that were in those close games. So it's not as if all they know is blowouts. But you're right, I in Portland, it's hard to find information on them online. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to go down to Marine City's practice to talk to the coaches, but you know this is a good program, Dennis. You look at what they've done in the past, and they're very similar to Marine City. Just going back year after year, 2020, uh, district finals, district finals in 19, lost in the championship in 18, regional finals in 17, district finals in 16, district finals in 15. They missed the playoffs in 2014, and then they actually won a state championship back in 2012. They've made the playoffs every year, but the one since 2003. Yeah. And uh, in in 2018,
0: that was a really good Portland team that, uh, that played uh, Marine city. And I guarantee you, they won't kick the ball off to Marine city because Marine city did a starburst in that game. And uh, Pat Salas took it all the way back, like 95 yards for a touchdown. So they are aware unless the coaching staff has changed from 2018. And I'm guessing it hasn't because their success hasn't changed. Um, they won't be kicking the ball deep
1: to the <laughs> Right. <laughs> now, at this stage at, of the playoffs, I'm sure Portland has seen plenty of teams that have the speed that Marine City does. The question is, how are they going to prepare for their offense? Because they formation you to death defensively, and you you got to work almost in schemes because if you try to think about every single different formation they are in, It'll make the kids crazy you have to basically work with concepts not the formations and I really think Portland's defense is going to be the difference and also can Jeff Heslop bounce back from the one bad game he's played in his career last week
0: yeah and again not the norm the the norm is he's solid for you right um, and and he makes good decisions and distributes the ball properly to people and is a danger. To throw the ball. That, that's that's the thing. Like uh, we saw it with Crosslex last week, uh, Mike Legro saying, yeah, the, the, these guys run an s- offense similar to what we see in the BWAC, except they can throw from it. Mm-hmm. Well, Marine City is like that too. The, and like you said, they run all those different formations. And just when you think they're run, 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 all of a sudden they hit somebody down the streaking down the middle of the the field and
1: they get a big touchdown out of nowhere well marine city what they've done since i played before i played they'll have one play they'll have in their back pocket and they'll wait to the one time you forget about it i said this on the broadcast wyatt walker is the the kid offensively that you forgets out there because there's so many other people to worry about but It'll hit you, and you're like, ah, I forgot about it. The the time it happened was on their last touchdown drive, or no, it was on the the, the game sealing touchdown drive. Third and ten, everyone in the world is thinking pass. What do they run from the Wyatt Walker on the wing? A little inside handoff to Wyatt Walker, and you're like, Yep. Like, you knew that play was there, you that showed up in film study, you knew that was a possibility, but they had lulled you to sleep and they hit it, boom. Not, I think they got nine yards on third and ten. And you're like, there it is. That's what they'll do. They know when to throw that kind of reverse card out there and flip the script on you.
0: It's cliche, but we're, we're to the point now, Brady, hang on to the football. Mm-hmm. Can't have turnovers in semifinal games. And you can't take those debilitating penalties that take away your big plays.
1: Or ones that give a team first and 10 on your own 30 after a touchdown. Yeah. You, you, you've got to, to make sure
0: that the, – the, and that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like every coaching staff is telling their kids, hang on to the ball. Keep your emotions in check. Don't do stupid things. 15-yard penalties kill. Holding penalties
1: kill. And the one thing that I talk about, especially in Marine City games, is the hidden yardage. Are they going to kick it off deep to the starburst? Are they going to trust that again? Or are they kicking it short? Okay, are they kicking it short? If they can keep it between about the 30 and 35, that's kind of best case scenario. But if one of the up men catch it and bring it out past the 40, you might as well just kicked it out of bounds. Punts. Even just catching a punt and not letting it bounce is big catching it and getting 10 yards upfield, you don't have to hit a home run, but you catch it on your own 25, you get out to the 35, that's one less first down your offense has to get. Those are the difference makers in these semifinal games, which you presume are going to be one-score ball games.
0: And, uh, and I'm also going to throw in kicking, like the, not just place kicking, which is huge. Make, make your extra points. Don't mm-hmm. chase points throughout the, the game. That's a bad formula, but also punting. Cause there's a lot that goes wrong on, and this year it's been like a extra special year for it in high school football. Seen a lot of bad snaps. Either they bounce it or they throw it over the head of the, the punter. Um, and I've seen a lot of kicks blocked or partially blocked this year. I've seen safeties and touchdowns off of punts. Well, geez,
1: just off the top of my head, Marine city had one blocked against Notre Dame prep port here on high and Lance Cruz took turns blocking punts, uh, Port here on High Northern had a block punt. The first one, you had one. The yeah. second one, you had one in, what, Northern East Point. That's a half dozen block punts we've seen this season. Had a
0: block punt uh, in the Crosslex game this past week.
1: Yeah. So, the, and the other thing with that is it just flips the momentum. The chaos of it changes things. Because you go, okay, all right, whatever. You get stopped, punt. Especially when your defense is rolling. You're like, punt it deep. Put him inside the 30. Let your defense go to work. Block, kick, and your defense... Hectic, sudden change, momentum back up against the wall. That, that's, that's a play that can shift it, and I think we talked about it on our last show. There's, what, a half dozen plays that change the game. Don't let a, a block punt be one because it almost was one when Marine City played Notre Dame prep. And if you don't think Portland knows about that, you're, you're, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Portland will be prepared, but that's the other
0: thing uh, and the, the other wild card for Marine City, that coaching staff – I mean, if if they don't execute, it won't be because the kids weren't taught what to do. Right. It'll it'll just be one of those things. So we are dealing with high school. Kids, yeah, so
3: sometimes, sometimes it sometimes happens. It,
0: sometimes it, it gets away and the snowball turns into an avalanche. Mm-hmm. You've got to avoid those moments. Because so I think that happened to them for a little while. Uh, things weren't going too bad in the Frankenmuth game.
1: And then all of a sudden oh, at halftime, the
0: wheels came off the cart.
1: At halftime, I'm sitting up there and we're like, Marine City's winning this game. I think they were down like 10-7, but you just felt like Marine City was playing better than the second half was all Frankenmuth. But anyway, uh, let me ask you this real quick, Dennis, before we take a break. As a coach, let's say you're Darren Lettson. When you send your captains out there for the coin toss, do you want the ball first and march down the field and make a statement, or do you like getting the ball to start the second half? It
0: it depends on my team. With, with, with With Marine City... I, I'll probably play defense first,
1: try and get a stop.
0: Um, but, but if I'm I'm uh, somebody else... I wish we had a drop like,
1: just front yelling, how about that defense, coach?
0: Yeah, <laughs> because y- y- your defense can kind of set the tone for you. I think it's easier to get a stop on the first possession than it is to drive down the field and get points on the first possession. Um, yeah, but like if I'm a team like... like I'll use Crosslex as an example. Um, I want the ball first because I want the other team chasing me and my defense to get a stop and me to have an opportunity to take a two-score lead.
1: Yeah, I usually love getting the ball in the second half because even if you give up a score, your offense can answer. And then the biggest thing I think this shifts so many games is if you can score to end a half, even if it's three points, and then you get the ball to start the second half, just mentally, or even if you're down, let's say you're down seven, but you know, all right, we get the ball first in the second half. We don't need to get it all back now where if you're trailing and you know, hey, they get the ball first, you're kind of like, not ah, crap, yeah, we need We points. need to yes. score here. Yes. Yeah. So I, I just like having that kind of, I guess, insurance or safety net and the ability to double up at the end of the half I think is huge.
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's it's who you are and and the personnel you have and, and what you believe in. If, I, if I'm poured here on Northern, I want my defense out there playing first. Right. Um, you know, and like I say, if I'm a team that's known for its offense, probably want to get out there and, and see if I can't get the other team chasing me.
1: Well, I don't think you'd go wrong picking either side of the ball for Marine. City. No, not,
0: not for Marine city. And, and and I'm sure when, when you see it live, uh, Brady, you're going to go, boy, Portland and Marine city, they're close. Like they're so, oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think
0: this is going to be. A really, really good football.
1: It's game. funny. It's gone. It's gone from Marine City. Everyone's expecting Marine City to roll over. Everyone to Now people are going. Marine City is the underdog in this game. Uh, but uh, like you said, Dennis, I think it's a coin flip game at this point.
0: I, I kind of looked at this before the playoffs even started. I don't know if I said it on a podcast. We talk so, or, so much or, off or, air. Or, I don't remember. So what's it was in off a of mic air, and, and I'm just like, I like Marine City. Um, because I think they're the favorite in every game till they get to Portland, and then Portland's 50-50. Yeah. And then the finals will be
2: 50-50.
1: And I also think at this point of the season, you kind of just throw everything out the window. Like, yeah, Portland lost back in week five. Week five doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, no. Like, the the, um, the playoffs being a whole new season is a thing because Corona was playing really, really well in the postseason, and nothing before that had mattered.
0: Uh, and uh, any thoughts on Frankenmuth, Grand Rapids, Catholic Central? Uh, and uh, and this is wrong, too. The game's at Mount Pleasant High School. Much closer drive for Frankenmuth.
1: Yeah, i was surprised GRCC is getting uh, the, the short end of the stick. Yeah, that, that game should be like in
0: Williamston or somewhere like that.
1: Like Lansing area? Yeah, it
0: should be in the Lansing area.
1: Well, um, I think that's a... It's a shame those two teams have to meet in a semifinal because whoever wins that game is going to be favored in Ford Field. I would like it to be Frankenmuth just so if Marine City can finally buck the curse of Frankenmuth in this area, (laughs) it's at Ford Field. And also because their fans got salty when we said something about one of their kids on a podcast last year. So that would make it a little nicer. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. If if I'm Marine City in Portland, you've got your own issues to worry about, but yeah. in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm
1: glad those two are playing each other
0: this week. Beat each other's brains out.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a – I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being like a 19 to 17 slugfest where it's just everyone's in an ice bath 10 minutes after the game.
0: Which, again, fine by us, especially – um, if Marine City makes it to the uh, finals. So 1 o'clock kickoff on uh, Saturday, and uh, and Brady will have that one on Stream 2. Uh, over on Stream 1, we'll have the Ubly game from Mount Morris as they take on uh, Beale City, and we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up Some in just a moment. disrespect coming up. Oh, here we go.
2: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacuorg forward slash HELOC.
1: Your satisfaction is our guarantee.
4: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at JepsonCarCo.com. That's jepsoncarc or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
3: This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region.
4: to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
1: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: And you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Brady literally just sitting down in his chair now.
1: Had to refill my water. Whatever. Anyway, Dennis... Um, you want a nice uh healthy dose of disrespect that we like on this uh podcast so much so the final four teams in Division eight right yep. Ubbly they play uh Beale City who by the way we're gonna give you some ungodly numbers for what Beale City has done arguably the best one of the best public programs in the state. And on the other side, Hudson and Ottawa Lake Whiteford. Now, I'm sure you've seen this when you've gone and done late season games or when Marine City has made it this far. The Like the Final Four shirts they make and stuff like that that they sell at Ford Field and stuff. Yep. Um, it says this year the design says the four, and it has the four logos. Well, it has the logos of Beale City, Hudson, Ottawa Lake Whiteford, and this is advertised on the MHSAA site and on, a, and on a video, and Breckenridge. Really? Look at this.
0: I'm I'm sure that's just a mistake. I'm sure somebody read the score wrong, and because because won sixty five to six, folks. Over yeah. Breckenridge. Just just in case, just in case you didn't catch that score, Ubley tied a school record for most points in a playoff game. With sixty five, uh, a few years uh, back, uh, they beat Genesee sixty five to six. It was in the like what, game like 2006 two thousand six or something? Two thousand and eight, I believe. Um, so, anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> so I'm sure that's something that somebody will go, oh, mm, we messed that up, and they'll reprint those.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did because Ugly Football put it out on Twitter and they tagged the MHSA, and they replied, "Here's the link with the correct graphic." That's it. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like I, i'm gonna say that that was just human error i get it and that nobody did that I maliciously or viciously
1: or i don't think anyone did either but it's like <laughs> come on really really yeah and it's not like ugly's a team that the first time in or you know what i could they under- were there last year they were in the finals you know last what i year. could understand more is if, like, let's say Port Huron High made it and they put Port Huron Northern's logo, like, that's just, oh, you got the two local schools confused or Lansing Catholic Central was there and you put Detroit Catholic Central's logo. Like, that's a mistake I can get behind, but you just picked a team that lost by sixty one or 59 points (laughs) in there. Like, I don't know if they had all of them, like, with all the possibilities pre-made, so the second the games were over, they could put it out there, but... Like, come on, I wasn't even looking for that, and it popped up, and I'm just like, it's just, just too easy at this point. <laughs>
0: all right, so Ubley, they won the GTC East this year, 6 and all. They really weren't challenged in any league games. 12-0 and overall is the 21st time they've been in the playoffs. They're 35-20. and The only team in the area that's won more postseason games than Ubley is Marine City, and we've talked about this before. This is the eighth time, Brady, they've reached the semifinals. Um, they, uh, they they have twice won a semifinal game and then lost in the finals in 2008 and last year. Um, and uh, this, this is a, a, a school that since 1950, they won 368 games. These guys win consistently.
1: And that's with a stretch in the, like, 70s and 80s where they were just awful. Yeah. But uh, they
0: they have been really, really good since the the 2000s uh, have rolled in. This year, they've won in week one by 10, and that's been their closest game this season. And that was against uh, a USA team that they had an overtime battle with the year before in the district finals. And we just said it last segment. At this
1: point, week one means nothing. Yeah. Uh, then they beat
0: Laker by 32, playoff team. Then they beat Marlette by 35, playoff team. Then they beat Harbor Beach by 17, playoff team. Uh, then they beat Memphis by 62. Then they beat Sandusky by 28. KPAC had to forfeit. Brown City they beat by 59. Uh, won at Bad Axe by 12 in Week 9, playoff team. Uh, beat Harbor Beach. By 29 in the first round of the playoffs, beat Marlette by 42 in the second round of the playoffs, and beat Breckenridge by 59 in the regional. 65 to six in a regional. They have scored 500 points and only given up 115. Their average score is 45 and a half to 10 and a half. They win by 35 points a game on average. They average running time. They average running time. Um, Eric Sweeney is only in his second season as the head coach. Now, I know he's been on the the staff. I believe it was his dad who coached for a long time. Uh, Twenty-one and three, remember? And he started one and two last year. He started (laughs) one and two last year. So he is twenty and one in his last twenty-one games, and that one loss was in the championship game last year to Centerville. They got beat twenty two to nothing and Centerville had like forty shutouts last
1: year. Do you think there are any talks in like coffee shops up in Ubley or the coffee shop in Ubley or the saloon? And people were like, Oh, I don't know about this new coach after he starts <laughs> one and two and then proceeds to do what he just did, go what, twenty one and one over his
0: yeah. next twenty two games? He, he won. He he lost by two points to Harbor Beach. Yep. Uh, and he lost to the other one was to Sandusky, right. who won the league last year. And um,
1: lost I, to Cass City in a classic. Otherwise, they would have been in a semifinal.
0: Yeah. Um, so, key contributors. The names that you're going to hear if you're listening on Stream 1 on Saturday. Evan Prusky, the quarterback, a sophomore, folks. A sophomore. And he is 21-3 and three as a starting quarterback and as a freshman went to the state finals. Okay? He's a good one. Uh, you'll also hear the name Colin Oberski a lot you'll hear Mark Hyling's uh, name Logan Mueller those are the backs because they are ground and pound but every once in a while they'll throw the ball and a guy like uh, Kyle Sweeney will catch one for big yards uh and a, and a score so um, th- those those are I think the five names you'll hear the most and' Obli- the other thing that I love about eight-man is most of the guys play both sides Divisions. of the ball they- there's a lot, yeah, Division Eight. There's a lot of guys that that play Ironman football, so you'll hear those names on both sides of the ball all afternoon. And it's the same thing for for Beal City. Um, Hunter Miles is their quarterback. Cade Block is their running back. He had three touchdowns last week against um, Carson City. Crystal is uh, who they uh, beat, um, but the, and they're more experienced. Uh, you know, those guys are seniors, like. Ubley's got some young players. Um, Beale City, they're seniors, and and we'll get to the other numbers that are just atrociously ridiculous. They lost in week one by one point, and since then they won by 19, 48, 40, 35, 49, two-point win over Sand Creek at Sand Creek, and then they won by 36, and since the playoffs have started, 36, 35, and 20, they've allowed 20 points in three Playoff games. Um, By the way,
1: Sand Creek pretty good too. Yeah, their only two losses were to Ottawa Lake, Whiteford, and Beale City, and a forfeit loss. But
0: so Beale City won their league. They play in the Highland Conference, which I don't know much about the Highland Conference, but they won it this year. Went eleven and one overall. Probably doesn't flood a lot. This is the thirty seventh time they've been in the playoffs in the last forty two years. They are seventy and thirty four. In playoff game, remember, Marine City has fifty-three wins in playoff games. These guys have seventy. So when I said that number to Brady, he immediately went to the record books. Because
1: I'm like, that's because Marine City has had has been a model for success, and to outpace them by seventeen is incredible. So I'm like, that has to be near the top in the state. So I went through, and yeah, you want to give the uh, the, or, the order of who's above them? Well, first I'm just
0: going to say, they're 7th all-time. They're tied with East Grand Rapids, 7th all-time with 70 wins. And those two schools have the most playoff wins by public schools. The other six teams above them are all private schools who get to cheat and recruit their players. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that, Brady? Why do you mean to those? Detroit Catholic Central, 91 playoff wins. Cheaters. Uh, Muskegon Catholic Center Central, 88 playoff wins. Cheaters. Jackson Lumen Christie, 87 playoff wins. Cheaters. Traverse City St. Francis, 79 playoff wins. Cheaters. Uh, Brother Rice, double cheaters. 77 playoff wins. Orchard Lake St. Mary's, 73 playoff wins. Cheaters with a blue field, red field, Redfield. whatever it is. Redfield, Redfield, Red um, field. Yeah. Uh, and then you get uh, East Grand Rapids and, uh, and Beale City. 70 playoff wins. Beale City. Who the heck even had heard of Beale City? Apparently, we should have been paying attention to them because they're actually a state powerhouse in football historically, or
1: at least for the last four decades. They've been a state powerhouse. They've ran into – I don't know if I'm stealing your thunder, but they've ran into some local teams in the past. In 2019, they beat Ubley in the semifinals by a point, 21-20, to get back – to Ford Field, and back in 2012, they met Harbor Beach. They were 13-0 and going into that game and lost 35-10 to the Pirates.
0: Well, we mentioned Marine City and are both playing in their eighth semifinal,
1: mm-hmm. which this is, is ridiculous. The, this
0: is the 19th semifinal for Beale City. They've been to 19 semifinals, and they've made it to the state finals seven times and they have state championships in uh, 94 and 2009. Since 1950, they have won 495 games. They are five wins shy of 500. Do you know how hard it is to win 500 high school football games? Uh, unless you've been
1: playing for
0: 100
1: years. Well, and all these records start at 1950. Yeah. So yes, I'm sure there are programs. Don't yell at us because a school that started playing football in 1917 has 500. Basically, in 70 years, they have 500 football wins. I mean that is that's a lot. That is
0: a lot of that. That that's a lot of winning. Brad Gross is their coach. He's
1: in his seventh season. He's 52 and 23. Yeah, the only program I can think of that has had anywhere near the same amount of postseason success is. Maybe Detroit Deporas, who doesn't exist and hasn't existed for like fifteen years, but I think they still have more football state titles than anyone else in the state.
0: And, and we mentioned that Ubley averages running time
1: average score of a Beale
0: City game this year is thirty eight to nine. So you'll get a game that's fourteen to ten. Probably because again, we've got two teams that probably play similar styles of football. Um and, and I'm I'm anticipating that uh, that this is going to be a great game. Like, uh, And I know we, we, we've been saying it every week now since the playoffs started. This is going to be a great game. This is going to be a great game. If Marine City's game with Portland and Ubley's game with Beale City aren't great games,
1: I hope it's because Marine City and Ubley blew them out. Well, And I will <laughs> say, I'll give credit where credit's due, both Marine City and Ubley had very fair semifinal draws. Mount Morris is a good spot. I think I asked for, like, Atwood Stadium, and we got it, like, five miles to the north. And I asked for Novi and got Novi. So, we do criticize when things happen, but I want to be fair and say I didn't think it was unfair for either Ubley or Marine City. Those are two very good neutral site locations.
0: And the four teams left in D8 are 46-2. <laughs> uh ottawa lakes whiteford uh and hudson is the other side of the 46
1: and one against teams from the state of michigan
0: yeah uh and and i think most people favor hudson in that game i think most people favor hudson in the state for d8 but uh again i look at this and i go here are four teams and i think any one of them can win
1: yeah and looking at what people at least online kind of across the state the, the feel it seems like they're split between Ubly and beale city like there's no consensus and i think everyone's just kind of throwing their hands up and going i don't know both these teams are really freaking good i don't know
0: well we use the computer simulator Again, <laughs> not I ours i don't it's not ours i don't know what their formula
1: is but they are actually the the thing. Who is it? Cal Preps. It's called Cal Preps. Yeah, they do it for all across the country, and like actually, the results end up being like I want to say seventy to eighty percent they get the winner right. So and it was
0: a little higher in Michigan.
1: Yeah, it wasn't was, it? We were looking at it was like eighty five percent. Yeah, th- it does a good job at least predicting who will win. Now the scores sometimes off, but more times than not, it gets the winner right. But it's nowhere near gospel. So they're picking Ubley 31 to 20.
0: And they're picking Hudson to beat uh, Ottawa Lakes Whiteford 28-27. And then they're picking uh, Hudson to beat Ubley by one point in the final.
1: Which basically means they're saying it's a coin flip. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's basically what Cause they're saying. Because it can't say tie, so it goes, <laughs> uh...
0: Tie goes to the runner. No, he's either safe or he's out. Either they're going to that- win or they're going to lose.
1: Anyway, but it it wasn't as favorable to the Mariners, was it?
0: No, it had the Mariners losing by a touchdown to Portland. Right. And then I believe it had Portland losing by a touchdown in the championship game. To Catholic Central. Uh, Was it Catholic Central or was it Frankenmuth? I think it was Catholic Central. I think it was Catholic Central. But
1: anyway, so that's what we got. Uh, We'll try to have more info. Hopefully we can talk to some of the coaches. Well, I know I'll talk to Marine City. I'm, I'm sure we can get a hold of the people up in Ubley. But it'll be uh it'll be fun and well we're gonna have to transition quickly because like you said, you have hockey games this week I have hockey games
0: uh this week I think we finally determined it was Wednesday and Thursday yes, we just single checked. game Wednesday double header Thursday mm-hmm so we'll talk about that and whatever else is on Brady's mind when <laughs> we come back. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
1: If you're not listening to Get Stuck on Sports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis Duckey, Brady Beaton, Tri County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Cruising right along here. Do you, do you believe we, we talked for an hour about two football games? Wait,
1: we've already talked for an hour? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> all right. Guess we have a lot of you, you content. Think, you, you think we're a little geeky about high school football? Well, it's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And it's a lot of fun because we said it before. Um, they deserve all the coverage they can get. And I and I like what's been going on. Um I like I like the new guy, Welper, at the sale. So he's a super nice guy. I think Callie Townsend does a good job for Blue Water Healthy Living. Um,
0: um, yeah, it's not Townsend. Oh, it's Newberry. That's her maiden. Yeah, yeah,
1: Newberry Townsend, yeah. But I think she does a good job over there. Um, Mike so Gallagher up in the thumb. Yeah, Mike Gallagher, some other teams. Um, but it's nice to have just a little bit of variety. Folsom was all right, too. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, Mick, An- Mick Andrews <laughs> drove him out of town, but.
0: Oh, can't wait for that. That's oh, yeah. coming up faster than you know, too. November 30th is our first uh, basketball game. The girls able- the girls start on the 30th and the boys start on the 7th, I believe. Of yeah, but
1: we only had like they could start on a Monday. But most of the games don't start till Tuesday, right?
0: I forget. I just know that the thirtieth. I our think first we have
1: hockey. like our first girls' game is. Oh, well, I have the schedule. Let me pull it he up. He has
0: the technology. I have the. Te-
1: we have the technology. All right. So hockey. We have a uh, healthy uh, dose of hockey. I'll just go through this for you. So Wednesday we'll have Catholic Central at Northern. That's our opener. Dennis, you'll be there for that. Around five
0: fifty for the pregame. It's
1: a six o'clock start. Uh, Thursday. We have Chip Valley at Marysville and uh, Stony Creek at Northern. I'm assuming that's what S Creek is. Yes. And that's back-to-back, so maybe I'll do one, you'll do the other. I'm not letting you anywhere near it. Right, that's fine by me. <laughs> uh, I'll just get some fries at McLaurin then, because they have the best fries. Don't
0: throw them at me. I...
1: <laughs> see, the thing is that I'm the only person here that got that joke, so everyone's very confused with that. That's all right. Uh, if you I see- had a guy that... Used it, to do it, it used a, to a, radio, that, yeah. a
0: radio show uh, with me, and we had uh, Eddie Olchik on. And the guy asked Eddie if anybody Who does had broadcast
1: ever, for NBC with Doc Emery. Yeah, if, if anybody guy.
0: had, and he's also a color guy for the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he asked if anybody had ever thrown French fries at him while he was on the air, because it had happened to him once.
1: At the end of an interview, and you're just like, you finally let him ask a question, and you're just like, I'm never letting you do that again. <laughs>
0: Shortly thereafter, Brady was my new sidekick. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the timeline does line up, but that's not why. No, that's not why. Um, Then we have the Larry Manns on the 26th and 27th. Anchor Bay plays at Marysville in the opener, and then High versus Northern at three. Then, obviously, the consolation in the finals the next day. And then on the 30th, uh, Tuesday, we open up Anchor Bay at Northern and South Lake at St. Clair for... Girls basketball, that's what we get started there. And then it's all the way to the sixth until we have a men's game, Harbor Beach at Cross Lex. That should be fun. So we've been poking around a little bit, at least hockey-wise. Um, Northern has to replace a lot of goals.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the, the big thing with the Huskies is uh, O'Flanagan and Barless put up video game numbers last year. Flanagan scored over, what? I think he had finished the season with 28 goals in a partial high school yeah, like hockey in like season,
1: 14 games or something. Yeah,
0: I mean he he was just uh, it, it it was disgusting how easily he was scoring last year in a good league. Yeah, in a good league, um and and Barless didn't get talked about because of what O'Flanagan was doing, and Barless's numbers were just insane as well. Well, those guys are are. Gone this season. Johnston, who was the, the rock back at the blue line. So they're gonna be younger uh this year. But uh the the one uh and I don't mean this as a pun, but the one saving grace is Sheffer's back and he was sensational last year in goal.
1: Yes. He's he's gonna be leaned out heavy and you're gonna wait obviously you get new guys who step up, uh, because Northern's lost a lot of scoring before. A new scoring comes up. You just don't know who Yeah, I mean,
0: this is an opportunity now for guys like Monaghan and Simpson who, you know, weren't the guys out on the power play all the time because you know, O'Flanagan, Barlas and uh, Ruiz were taking up that ice time. But uh, So I'm sure that there are going to be guys that are going to step up um, and, and try to carry the load. But I, you just can't replace guys that put up the numbers that, that those guys put up i mean j- those two guys were like li- I, 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 literally 90 percent of their offense last year maybe more
1: yeah so that's um, that's a lot to replace um marysville and we'll do a more comprehensive look once the slacker billy warren gets back yeah into town.
0: he's he's gone all week he was going to help us out with this marysville um we're hearing is loaded
1: yeah, well they, they maybe were not loaded. well they were they were they're they're, they're young
0: but they, they've got some some players
1: they're excited. I think they have six freshmen on their team. Yeah, but, but and I... they're expected to contribute. They're not yeah. it, just going to be, like, fourth-line guys, seventh-four defense. Well,
0: like, Noah, Noah Valley will be in his third season, and he's already, like, a two-time 20-goal scorer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Turner, I really like Braden Turner. Uh, I, I thought he was fantastic last year. Uh, Minesburg, you've got McKenney in uh, goal. Um, plus, I'm hearing... Uh, there's a younger Lavalley who is yeah, really let me good.
1: Pull up um their roster. Yeah, right now they only have one, two, three, four, five seniors. Uh, Van Hout, Hout again is back, Mindsberg. and then let's see, one, uh one, two, three, four, five, six different freshmen including now there's actually a backup goalie for
0: <laughs> for um well, Dove was technically a backup goalie last year, but they just needed the body, so he dressed and played defense. Yeah.
1: But for uh Tyler McKinney. So But you have a, a lot of guys. Yes, there's a younger LaVallee. and we from what I've been actually seven freshmen. Jeez, I missed one. There's a I've heard that this group is supposed to be really good, but hey, yeah, you, you gotta do it first. You gotta see what they have and well, we're excited and we're hoping to get it because a lot of the offense from Marysville is back. Like all the names you said last year, Dennis, yeah. have returned, and there's still a lot of them aren't seniors.
0: Yeah, and and we're hearing that they've got maybe a nice uh, supporting uh, cast uh, there. And then at PH, I know Elijah Jones is back, so that's a third real good goalie in the area. Um, our, our three main teams are solid in net. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big reds, uh, I don't. Know if Ethan White is going to play this year, but if he does, they got a real good player in Ethan White, um, who who was one of their three bigs last year. The guy they lose is Charlie Goodme, uh, and he was kind of the you know the the glue that put them and and, and he made guys around him better. Um, so that's a big loss for them. But I think Ethan White is a guy that can step into that so role if look, if he's oh wait, playing. This is not the year. Right um, And, uh, you know, they lost one of the McLeods, but I I think the other one is back. So uh, So, they they still have some nice pieces. But I also uh, heard from one of the players that they might not have as many kids this year as they had last year. And that was the real thing that turned them around last year was the numbers. They finally had enough guys that they could play three lines and they didn't have to kill everybody because they only had – Seven guys and three guys always had to be on the ice for like ten minute shifts.
1: So on the port here on high roster or on the website, they don't have a roster listed yet. So I don't know where they are with that. I mean, you have to remember Saint Clair's football season ended not even what ten days ago. It takes a little bit to get switched from football to hockey, and I know it's a quick turnaround. And um, like I know some, basketball practice started well technically Monday. When you're listening to this and a lot of the football teams that had made runs, they're giving them time off, which is the right thing to do. You don't have to give them like two weeks, but give them a couple of days just to not only physically, but mentally reset. Yeah. But anyways, I'm excited for the hockey season. I thought uh, in a
0: partial year last year, we had a really good hockey season um, last year. Uh, the big reds got dinged before the playoffs started with COVID uh, and they didn't actually play. Anchor Bay also sat out the playoffs. Yeah, they, they opted la- out last year. Um, but Thumb Legion was young and exciting last year, and they've made a lot of uh, strides. And I think they have some good guys uh, coming back, uh, including uh, Lentner, uh, who's uh, the kid from Peck, um, who's the quarterback for the football team. Hopefully he's healthy. He, yeah, no. he's, he's a real good uh, player. Um, and they had a really good uh, goalie, Tulaski was uh, was really good. So um, they were fun to watch last year and then um, Marysville and uh, Northern uh, were great in that uh, district. Marysville had a nice win over Thumb Legion and then I know Northern ended up winning the game six to one, but it was a three to one game halfway through the third period with Marysville on a power play. Northern didn't put that thing away until very late when you know it just you're, you're Marysville and you got to gun everybody forward. And they gave up a couple of odd man breaks, and Northern had guys named O'Flanagan and Barless Mm -hmm. who score on odd man breaks. Right. Um, So that that's kind of what happened to them. And then Northern had that great game with uh, Romeo in the uh, regional uh, final. That uh, the the last ten minutes of that game was just classic. The way Romeo couldn't get the puck over the red line.
1: Well, like I said, we'll talk about hockey a little more. It's going to kind of have to be uh, talk as we go because with basketball, we kind of have, at least even for girls, if we get to the finals, we'll have two days between the finals and the first game. And boys will have over a week. Hockey, it bleeds in because ice time's a little harder to get than a gym. So it's going to kind of be learn as we go a little bit, but I think we should have some talented hockey teams around here again.
0: I think it's going to be a fun season, uh, and uh, I'm going to enjoy uh, three games this week before I have to think about football again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can
1: take one <laughs> off your hands if you want.
0: You, you, you're you always trying to steal my hockey games. You I know did. I live for the hockey games. I didn't do a hockey game I, last I, year. I, How I, did I steal it? You, 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 you were in there for one. Yeah, I was the color guy for one. Yeah, That's good enough. <laughs> And you brought Marysville bad luck, so they specifically said, Stucky, you do our games.
1: Yeah, and how'd that work for the two PH games?
0: Pretty well, because those were great games. Those were the two most exciting games of the season. Anyway.
1: Those were cl- those were instant classics. Any uh, Anything to send this off before um, we're done? No, I'm done. All right, I am done, too. <laughs>